on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. 0-2, swing and a bouncer. Double play ball, Wong, Fields goes to Adamas 1. On to first! Got him, double play, ball game over. 4-6-3, and that is how this doubleheader will end on this Saturday night in Pittsburgh. Now live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City in Milwaukee with Jerry Augustine, here's Matt Pauley. A long day at PNC Park, and it ends up as uh, a good a good amount of doubleheaders do in a doubleheader uh, split. As the Brewers fell short to Pittsburgh in game 1-14-4, they come back with a 6 nothing shutout victory in game number two. Welcome into the program. I'm Matt Pauley. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine will be alongside in just a few moments. A programming note for you. As soon as we get done, we are going to join the Packers preseason broadcast in progress. Right now they are trailing 13-7 to Houston with about seven and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. That game is currently airing on 94.5 ESPN. We'll also have it here on WTMJ once we wrap up uh, this edition of Brewers Extra Innings. On the program, as mentioned, Jerry Augustine will join me. We'll hear the postgame comments of manager Craig Council. We'll go back through the game with the highlights. We'll hear from you, 855-616-1620, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Brewers split a doubleheader. They win the nightcap 6 nothing. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Is a line drive into right center field. This is going to score the first run of the game. Around third is Avi Garcia. He's going to score. On to third goes Narvaez. It's an RBI single for Jace Peterson. And the Brewers score first in this one. It's one to nothing crew. A doubleheader split for the Brewers. They come back with a 6-0 win in the nightcap. Welcome back in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine alongside. And, Augie, let's start by talking about the uh, performance in this game of starting pitcher Aaron Ashby as he goes uh, four innings, gives up three hits, four strikeouts, no walk. Said to uh, work out of one jam, was able to do that. Uh, used his slider a lot, was really throwing it for strikes, and and uh, it was certainly fun to watch him uh, get a little bit more of an extended outing today. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, when you talk about Aaron Ashby, you, you like each and every time he, he goes out there, he is getting better and better. He's starting to get that confidence. you got to like his poise on the, on the mound, commanding the strike zone. Only one three-ball count in the four innings. One three-ball count. That was to the leadoff hitter. But, you know, you throw the ball like that. He retired eight in a row, threw only 27 pitches, had five ground balls, just commanded the strike zone and really did what he had to do using, uh, using both sides of Played. And like you said, Matt, that slider was very effective tonight. He's, his number one pitch, his best pitch is that slider, but he really commanded the strike zone with all his pitches. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You look at his usage. He throws the slider 43% of the time, the sinker 31% of the time, and the changeup 26% of the time. But the thing that really jumps out to me is on the slider, he threw 16 of his 25 sliders for strikes. If you're getting that thing in the zone and then you're able to follow that up uh, with using the sinker and the changeup to kind of play off of it, it's, a, it's kind of a unique thing. We don't see a lot of guys really kind of mix it up in that way, I don't think. 
Well, I, the one thing you really, I really like about his slider, the way he commands it in the strike zone on both sides of the plate. It's one thing to have a slider that you command. A, a lot of people talk about having that back foot, back foot slider, which is very tough to hit, and it is. It's a great pitch. If you locate it, it's going to be very effective. But he's able to use it to both sides of the plate. You can throw it in and get that swing and miss style, style swing on a, on a good slider on the inside part of the plate, but then you can use it off the outside part of the plate and effectively either get a swing and miss or that good ground ball. And that's a great pitch to have. It is his best pitch. It's sharp. It's quick. But I'll tell you what, I really like the way he uses other pitches today. Commanded the strikes on very well with the fastball and effectively used that good changeup. 6-0 Brewers get the win to split the doubleheader. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Back with more in a moment on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. The 2-2. Swing and a high, towering drive to right. This one is crushed. It is over the bleachers and into the Allegheny. Oh, my, what a shot by Telez. A two-run home run makes it 5-0. Yeah, I don't know if that home run has landed quite yet. What a shot by Rowdy Telez. Brewers get the win in the nightcap 6-0 after losing the first game of the Twin Bill. 14-4. Brewers' extra innings does continue here on WTMJ. Alongside former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine, I'm Matt Pauley. 855-616-1620. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Tax Line. Doug texting in says, It looks to me like Craig Council can put pretty much anybody out there, and abracadabra, they do something. This team is loaded, and Ashby has made the pitching even better. From an offensive standpoint today in this second game, Augie, the team scores the six runs on 12 hits. Everybody in the starting lineup has at least one hit except for Luis Urias, and they use one pinch hitter in the game. It was Rowdy Telez who hits that monstrous home run. That was a really good bounce back after the Brewers um, lost 14-4. Not that, I mean, that was more about what they did pitching-wise. The four runs isn't the end of the world in that first game. But to come back with six runs on 12 hits, I mean, that was just a really solid performance. Yeah, really, offensively, you like what they did, and some real neat things happened today with, obviously, El Garcia hitting his 21st home run. That's a career high. You saw Locaine come up since he's been back. He's hit four, on 14 out of 15. I think he's hitting like 350 or something like that. And how about Rowdy Tellez? Uh, just amazing. His second pinch hit home run, swinging the bat very well. But there's one guy that we talk about. He's probably the unsung hero uh, with this ball club, and that's Chase Peterson. Uh, comes up with a big base hit, uh, running on base, uh, second base, just hustled, scores that third run for him. So you talk about this offensive ball club today. After losing the first game, came right back and just played good, solid, good, solid baseball. And I'll tell you what, the hustle on the base has really shown that second game and really was a, a big part of the win. Yeah, you mentioned Jace Peterson. I know you alluded to Lorenzo Kane, but let's go back to when he avoids the double play by, by just busting it down the first baseline, he gets the team a run. And, and Augie, those are winning plays, and those are the kind of plays that can be the difference, say, in a postseason game. Yeah, we don't, you know, we don't talk about it a whole lot because this, it's just the way the Brewers play. Base running is so important. When we see him on base, and there's a base hit to the outfield, 
almost every time they're hustling to third base. You watch the way these guys hustle it, on the bases. It's so important. It's such a big part of the game of baseball to know your base running, know what you're capable of, understand the throw the outfielders, the way they throw, and when the ball's hit in a certain spot, to take that extra base. And today they did it. Lorenzo Cain came up big with the beating out that that double play ball. Was you can see him right from right from the at the batter's box hustling out. He was able to score his second run, and then Peterson when the ball was overthrown from the catcher, hustling not only the third, but he didn't even slow down. That hustle the home plate scores those extra runs and gives them an opportunity to set a nice tone for this ball game, and really got him up three nothing. And then we had the two big home runs, which put the game on ice. A doubleheader split today for the Brewers. They lose game one, 14-4, but they come back with a 6-0 win in the night camp. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. This one driven left field. Back still back. Warning track park. He is running out of room. It's gone. A new career high for Abby Garcia, his 21st home run of the season. Brewers lead at 6-0 on the solo home run by the Brewers' right fielder. A doubleheader split today for the Brewers. They lose game 1-14-4. They come back with a 6-0 win in the second game. Brewers' extra innings continues here on WTMJ alongside former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine. My name is Matt Pauley, 855-616-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage talk and text line. You can tweet into the program as well, at Matt Pauley on air. Right on cue, we listen to that Avi Garcia home run. Nancy text in, says she is very happy to see uh, Garcia back in the lineup and that the issue with his hand was not a serious one. And he'd been a little bit, he'd been in a little bit of pain. Augie, two things on um, on Garcia. First off, Really cool to see him set a new career high in home runs in a season as he's hit 21 this year. And the other thing, we don't really know how serious that hand injury is, but we've talked about this. This is one of the benefits of having the lead that the Brewers have. There's never going to be any pressure on Craig Council to hurry somebody back into the lineup uh, that everybody's really going to be given the the full opportunity to heal up from whatever ailment they might be uh, possibly dealing with. Yeah, you're totally right, right, Matt. When you look at this ball club, I, what is it? They're up to be using like 60 players now uh, during this year. But that's a that's a good thing you have when you look at this this team in all positions, in all areas. They are so well balanced. They have so many guys that can that can step in and do a good job for you that they have confidence in. And then, and a big thing apart it is it's not only them having confidence in that player; it's that player having confidence in himself that he can go out and be a big part of this ball club and we're seeing it a lot we're seeing a lot with Tyrone Taylor and, and Chase Peterson who we met in Tellez and these guys are coming in and they're all doing such great jobs and being a big part of what this team is being is able to accomplish and uh, you can't say enough about this team as a as a whole and we saw that extra part that hustle today which they have done all year and the way they play good solid defense they got the offense has just been outstanding since the all-star break and boy we can't say enough about the pitching when it's really gotten to where they are Jerry in the Dells text in and says that it seems like this team is incapable of an extended losing streak. I'm sure some people listening hear that and say that uh, by texting that in, you might be uh, 
daring the baseball gods, but the the point that he's trying to make, and again, I think this all comes back to pitching. When when your top three pitchers are in whatever order you want to put them in, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, and Freddie Peralta, and then you're able to follow that up with a second group of three of uh, of Adrian Hauser, Eric Lauer, Brett Anderson, again, whatever order you want to put those guys in, and you're... Uh, the guy that you've got is like your seventh starter, the guy you bring up from AAA, the young guy who's continuing to emerge is an Aaron Ashby. And uh, while he hasn't gone deep in his last two games, he hasn't given up a run in his last two games, it, it's going to be ch- – that leads to uh, a team that I think, to Jerry's point, Augie, it's going to be – it's not going to be something where we see where this team in all likelihood will go on uh, a long losing streak because it's tough to beat all those guys back-to-back to back to back to back. Yeah, I'll be very quick, and I'll just say, you know, when you got a team that struggles, Matt, you find that team, you always say, there's a slogan that comes out, they find ways to lose. I think this ball club is so well-balanced, and I think you'll agree with me. This ball club in a, will just go out each and every day, and they find ways to win. And that's a that's so such a big deal, this ball club, but having the confidence to go out each day, to go and perform the way they do. And it's not, it's not the, the center guys that play play the, the eight positions on the field or nine positions on the field. It's everybody on the team from guy the first person who, who's on the on not playing to the last person who's sitting on the sidelines. And they all know that they can come in and do a good job for you. And I tell you what, the Craig Council and you gotta hand it to David Stearns and Matt Arnold for the players that they've put on put on this team because they're a, definitely a team. They go out each and every day and they find that way to win. A 14-4 loss followed by a 6-0 win, a doubleheader split by the Brewers over the Pirates. When we return, we'll get the postgame comments of manager Craig Council. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. 2-0. Swing and a miss. Snapped over the first this time, and it goes down the right field line. Jace Peterson is going to be waiting around third. There's going to be a play at the plate. Peterson slides. He's in. It's 3-0 Brewers. A throwing air by Michael Perez. The catcher on a back pick at first. And Peterson scores from second base. Doubleheader split for the Brewers today. They lost game 114-4, but come back with a 6-0 win in the nightcap. Brewers' extra innings does continue here on WTMJ. Manager Craig Council spoke with the media just a little while ago, opened up talking about the performance of his young starter, Aaron Ashby. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think he was going to do that, do that in the Chicago start. Um, you know, it was very good. His stuff, his stuff works, you know. I mean, I think... He's just the last two times he's been out there, he's been in the strike zone consistently, um, and his stuff works in the strike zone. Um, so that's what we—that's what we've seen. And um, I think if he continues to do that, he's going to get big league hitters out. Did you feel like that that second point or that second inning was a little bit of a turning point for him? Um, you know, a couple guys on there throws a really nice sinker to strike out Perez, and then he made that nice play on that chopper off the plate. Uh, it was not an easy play. It didn't look like. Yeah, I mean, I, he 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 made a great play. I mean, I, I don't know if it was a turning point. He threw the ball well that inning. Um, they, you know, they they got some runners, but he threw the ball well. So, I mean, I, more than anything, it was a big play. It was just a really nice play. Difficult. Uh, the day of the the mount the the gr- ground in front of home plate is very hard. You know that that balls. That's a weird. You don't see those balls hit like that in big league games very often. So. 
Um, but he, he kept his poise and made a good throw over the runner. Greg, a lot of people are going to talk about the home runs that were, were hit later in this game, but how about the the second and third runs you guys score with Locaine beating out that uh, would-be double play to get a run for you, and then Peterson scoring all the way from second base on that on that errant throw. How how big in those situations is that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the guy I'd point out here is Jace Peterson, man. He had a heck of a game again, and he, he's been swinging the bat really well. And that The base running play, you know, on the errant pickoff throw was – that, that's just great base running, um, kind of going full out of and, and scoring from second there. So Jace is, Jace is playing very good baseball, man, and he, he does it in different positions. He affects the game in, on the bases. He gets on base a ton. He, he gets hits. Um, you know, he's a good all-around baseball player, man, and he's, he's having a tremendous season for us. And one of those guys, when you have years like this, that maybe you didn't expect to contribute like he did, but um, – is, is making a major contribution to us. Does uh, playing different spots, Craig, for him, you know, give him that extra juice or, I mean, I, I know you did that and stuff in your career, but is, is that part of his success right now? Yeah, it, it makes him really valuable. I mean, I, and I think it gets him in the lineup. You fight, it's, you know, you start when you're looking for ways to get a player that's swinging the bat really well in the lineup, when he plays multiple positions, it, it gets a little easier. Um, and so we've, we've been able to do that a little bit recently here with Jason, get him going again. Uh, you know, he had, he, unfortunately he had to s- sit out for that week and then he, he was really playing very well. And, and then, um, you know, it took him a couple at bats to get going, but, but we got him going again, which is, which is a really good thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, he he does so much, and that's 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 his value. There's a lot. He does a lot of things well, and you can always find a spot for a guy like that. Magic Craig Council speaking with the media after the Brewers win six nothing to split a doubleheader. How does the game all go down? We'll tell you what the highlights. That's next here on WTMJ. Ready for this fly ball? This deep right and this third deck. Holy smokes! Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. Six nothing. Brewers get the win over the Pirates. Aaron Ashby starting for the Brewers. It's Mitch Keller on the mound for the Pirates. Low scoring game in the early going. Looked like the Brewers would have a chance to score a run in the third with two outs. Willie Adamas doubles. That brings up Christian Yelich. And the first pitch to Yelich is a line drive into center field. That's down for a base hit. Adamas around third. Here's the throw to the plate, and it's going to be in time to get Willie Adamas. Not a bad decision to send him. You force the perfect throw. There's two outs in the inning, but it does keep it a scoreless game. One inning later, though, Brewers would take the lead. The inning gets started with Avisael Garcia getting a base hit, then Omar Nervaya singles. Runners on at first and second, and with two outs, Jace Peterson stands in. 3-2 pitch. Here is a line drive into right center field. This is going to score the first run of the game. Around third is Avi Garcia. He's going to score. On to third goes Narvaez. It's an RBI single for Jace Peterson. And the Brewers score first in this one. It's one to nothing crew. Next hitter, Lorenzo Kane. The 1-2 pitch. Kane, bouncer back up the middle. Castro flips to Newman at short for one. On to first, not in time. Kane was hustling down the line, and he beat it out. And the Brewers lead 2-0 as Narvaez trots home from third base. 
Brad Boxberger comes on to pitch in the fifth inning for the Brewers, so that ends the day after four shutout innings from Aaron Ashby. Brewers would add to their lead in the sixth inning. New pitcher is Chris Strata with a Stratton, excuse me, with a one out. Jace Peterson walks, then Lorenzo Kane gets a base hit. Runners on at first and second, and uh, it's Rowdy Telez at the plate, but the Brewers get a bit of a gift. 2-0. Swing and a miss. Snapped to the first this time, and it goes down the right field line. Jace Peterson is going to be waiting around third. There's going to be a play at the plate. Peterson slides. He's in. It's 3-0 Brewers. A throwing air by Michael Perez, the catcher on a back pick at first. And Peterson scores from second base. That play might have actually taken an RBI away from Rowdy Telez because later in the at-bat, he does this. The 2-2. Swing and a high, towering drive to right. This one is crushed. It is over the bleachers and into the Allegheny. Oh, my, what a shot by Telez. A two-run home run makes it 5-0. Devin Williams throws up a zero in the Pirates' part of the sixth. In the top of the seventh, Brewers back at the plate, facing off against Shea Spitzbarth. It is Avisael Garcia with one out. This one driven, left field, back, still back, warning track park. He is running out of room. It's gone. A new career high for Avi Garcia, his 21st home run of the season. Brewers lead at 6-0 on the solo home run by the Brewers' right fielder. Hunter Strickland throws a scoreless seventh, and that ends up being the final score. Brewers get the 6-0 win. With the win, the Brewers go to 71-47. and The Pirates drop to 42-75. and Winning totals for the Brewers, six runs, 12 hits, one error. They leave six. For the Pirates, no runs, four hits, one error. They leave five. Winning pitcher Brad Boxberger, he's 5-3. Mitch Keller, the loss, he's 3-10. Home runs, Rowdy Telez, his 10th. Avisael Garcia, his career-high 21st. The game lasting 2 hours and 34 minutes, played in front of a crowd of 24,081. We'll come back, we'll preview the series finale, and we'll get you to Packers football. That's all coming up. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. split a doubleheader against Pittsburgh today. They lost game 114-4, but they come back with a 6-0 win in the nightcap around the National League Central. Reds lose to the Phillies 6-1. They were getting no hit for a while. The uh, Cardinals, they just finished off a 9-4 win against the Kansas City Royals, and the Cubs lose to the Marlins by a 5-4 score. The Brewers lead in the division. It is back to 8. Cardinals 10 back. Cubs 19.5 back. Pirates 28.5 back. Brewers wrap up the series against the Pirates tomorrow afternoon, 12.05 first pitch. It's going to be Eric Lauer on the mound for the crew. He'll be activated off the COVID list to make the start. 12.05 first pitch. Network coverage at 11.30. I'll have you for Brewers warm-up at 11 o'clock. That's going to do it for Brewers uh, Extra Innings, but we've got Packers football for you. About nine and a half minutes to go in regulation. Houston has a lead over the Packers by a 19-7 to score. So now, in progress, we join Packers preseason football here on 620 WTMJ.